Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Triage X. Uh, this was Rick's choice. My random choice. I should probably point that out. Uh, sure. Um, it was uh, 10 episodes long. It came <laughs> out in April 2015, ran all the way through June 2015. Uh, producers for it were Dax Productions and Nippon Columbia with the studio of Xbeck. Uh, the genres were action, adventure, shonen, and etchy with a heavy en- emphasis on etchy. Uh, and I will let you know, this is definitely rated R if you're not watching it censored. Otherwise, you're just watching a giant cloud most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say, if you watched it the way I watched it, it was very rated PG. Well, it was rated G. It was, uh, it was, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, that was one of the key differences between Rick and I. Uh, I watched it uncensored. I didn't know it was uncensored. I thought it was just regular because they opened the whole anime with essentially a shower scene. And I don't know how you like your shower, but I like my shower steaming hot. And so when they showed steam everywhere, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, the Apparently very not. <laughs> no, uh, in fact, when they're sitting there staring at the steam, if you're not watching it, uh, censored, you're watching it uncensored. There's very long pauses where they just drift down so you could see her chest and stomach and that's it. It's like so sitting there talking. That's all they're doing, taking a shower. And then it's like, oh, let's go back to the face because she's going to respond. Blah, 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 blah. Let's go back to the stomach and boobs. Oh, jeez. Uh, the easiest way to actually uh, to uh, describe this is there's guns, boobs, and explosions. Not much more. Yeah. And see, until you said that, until you brought to light my error let's call it because i might have to do more research later i my my (laughs) biggest gripe my biggest gripe about this whole thing was it's unrealistic but now that you tell me there's there's you know a whole new world to see i might have to refrain and say it might be more realistic i was thinking that uh, well i mean consider this right how many doctors could there possibly be creating superhumans apparently a few or at least in this anime or more to the point if there's so many agencies out there killing bad people how many bad people are left i'm like it's so unrealistic that you've got like five ultra high level performing groups killing bad people because they're bad right or on top of that you've got detectives who know where to be i guess at times they have really so, good instincts i guess and I was like, that's unrealistic to have so many bad guys still around and, and now that you told me this no apparently gravity defying tits are uh are the most re- unrealistic version of this because nobody in the anime has uh 
is is not as well endowed as uh, a cow so oh no there are a couple that are uh pretty flat-chested comparatively speaking side characters you You only meet them like once or twice but that's about (laughs) it but other than that everyone else has these giant massive titties just like sitting there (laughs) slapping you in the face sometimes literally yeah Oh, good. I was watching that with my girl, and she was like, "The back problems these people must have." My wife again, we looked were- at me, and she goes, <laughs> "Random, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I have to defend myself by saying it was completely random. Yeah. So to to kind of give you a, a understanding of what this show is about, other than just guns, boobs, and explosions with uh, tons of more boobs and explosions and more boobs on top of that, uh, yeah. it, it follows one of the characters, Arashi, and uh, you have several other main characters and ironically he's the only main male protagonist the rest of them are women and they're on a uh how how would you best describe this they're they're basically a vigilante organization bent on getting rid of also known as killing all the bad people in the world well, I don't know if it's the world or just their city, because they don't really show much abroad. Well, I mean, like for a team of uh, six, it's kind of hard to go abroad. I mean, like with the resources of a doctor being their backing foundation. Dude, after looking at this, I don't know, because they they look that you're right. They're very, very Batman-esque very vigilante-esque as far as their resources go because they have an entrance into this super high-tech building that is a a rundown section of the city and you're like okay this makes no sense and then it opens up and you're like wow this is uh, you know 2099 yeah futuristic massive amount of money got poured into it and everyone there are highly trained killers and one of the things is is how each of these characters because you have a uh, hitsugi uh, arashi mikoro yuko oriha miki for the main characters and each one of them are specialized in something different each they one of them died ha- somehow and they that's how also how they were all chosen they all died and were brought back to life but each one's also very specialized in their own form of fighting. So uh, take Arashi, for example. He's just a he's not all there mentally and he's highly trained in martial arts combat, I guess. And he's a marksman martial shooter. And, yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, then you have Mikoto, who's a semi marksman shooter, but is crazy good on a motorcycle. Like the things yeah. that she could do on a motorcycle, no one in this world could do. Like, ride up a rope on your motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. drive on, on hand road. railing on a motorcycle, do a bunny hop from said railing onto the roof, which was at least a good eight foot jump directly Minimum. up on a motorcycle. Yeah. Not only that, while you're on said roof, Go zero to 103 seconds, spin around someone so that way they get disoriented and don't know where you're actually coming from on a motorcycle. Uh. Uh. And then you have like uh, Yuko. Yuko was a doctor, a nurse, and 
when she's getting ready to fight, her hair turns white and she can slice anything into two, just about anything. Okay, I actually have a few reasons for for everything we're going through here. Her specifically. Now, small confession, I actually, when I started watching this, I realized I had seen it before. At least I had seen the first two episodes. Here's the thing. I saw the censored version this time and last time. And last time, because of the censorship, I thought that the anime kind of sucked and stopped watching it. But I, apparently I was watching with kitty goggles on. That said, um, one of the, there, there is a reason that her hair changes color, and it's because inside her body um, are bits and pieces from somebody else. Like she was injured and had to have like a major replacement surgery. And so the characteristics that she brings on is from that other person, such as in the same way that Asashi has the little kid. So Asashi's backstory is he was in a bombing. He and his best friend essentially were part, were, were victims of an explosion. Asashi's body was torn to shreds. His friend's brain was destroyed. So they each had something the other needed. Asashi had a good brain, but his body was messed up. And his friend had a good body, but his brain was messed up. And the doctor was able to, I guess, not necessarily join the two, but cut away the bad from Asashi and replace it with the good from that boy. And in doing so, the psyche of that boy, I don't know if it's the psyche of the boy or the fact that he, Asashi, lost his mind a little bit. But whenever he is in a situation, the boy is there talking to him. Now, what I what I don't understand is the boy actually sees stuff Asashi shouldn't. Yeah. Um. So the one thing about As- Arashi. Arashi, sorry. Asashi, uh, yeah. Uh, one thing about uh, Arashi is he looks badass. He looks awesome when he's wearing the mask, when he's wearing <laughs> his helmet. When he's not, it, it looks like he's not all there. It looks like they skimped on the animation yeah. a little bit, too. <laughs> so he just well, looks. It takes a lot of coloring crayons to create boobs that big. Come on now. Come like on. 90% of the budget went towards boobs. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, one of the other characters for this is Oriha, and she's actually an idol, a very famous one at that. Her specialty is explosions. The bummer. She explodes everything she can. And then finally, Mickey, her specialty, she's a sniper. Yeah, I don't really know where they're, where Mickey got the accident from. They don't really go too much into her backstory or the bomber's backstory yeah um they do talk about sayo or uh hitsugi rather uh they talk about hers hers is actually i would argue one of the more tragic backstories um i think it was hers well okay without her story the entire plot would not make sense yeah so which is really sad considering that they had to rely on that to really bring in at least part of the plot there, there was just so much going on in the show. There really isn't a great way to tie everything in together. It felt very rushed. It felt, I mean, we're talking about an anime about with like with gigantic boobs with great detail in here. Come on. They're, they're not really going to rely to anything but the boobs. But Look, let's it, arguably this anime was about nine episodes long with episode 10 technically being an OVA. Although they did come out with an OVA. I didn't watch it because I couldn't find it. But I know that oh. there was an OVA, an episode 11, but... I never saw that either. I, I think it had the... From what I read is 
the OVA deals more with uh, Hitsugi and her backstory more so than anything else, from what I can tell. Well, no one really cares about that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because she didn't have I mean, giant boobs when she was a kid. True. True. That makes sense. Um, uh, d- d- no, it still makes no sense. I still wouldn't care. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> You're just but, jelly. Oh, uh, yeah. My you know, my boobs are not quite that big, so. You'll get there someday. If, if, if I keep eating these s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the... The plot is essentially you've got a doctor. So the whole thing surrounds a vaccine and a cure in the greatest grand scheme of things. That is the most base you can get. The doctor who is the head when he was younger was going to he was a traveling war doctor, essentially mercenary doctor. He would go and he would fix people up and he heard about this very primitive village doing complete body like limb transplants successfully. And he's like, these people who are completely primitive are doing stuff that modern medicine can't. Let's go take a look. And he realizes that there, there's a ritual. And if you're chosen, you'll survive. If you're not chosen, you'll die. And what happens is you drink a black liquid that really messes you up. They do the surgery and then you drink a red liquid and you're okay again. Well, turns out they're, they're poisoning themselves and it, it throws their entire immune system out of whack. And bolsters it and just basically you've got super soldiers in your body and they do the surgery and you it reduces the rejection of a limb or a rejection of a liver heart whatever reduces that to almost nothing and when you take the red liquid it's essentially a vaccine for the poison they gave you and the really interesting part is once you take the vaccine you'll never be sick again from what the story leads i think it might have been a mistranslation you'll never get sick from that particular virus again but the way they read it the way it was read was you'll never be sick again no no the at least for the version that i watched that the translation was they will never be sick from that virus again okay so essentially it's a it's a one and done you can only ever have the surgery make it count yeah now the really bad part and this is what I, I forgive me. I'm going to butcher them. Hitsugagi is that the one? The the really strong Hitsugi? girl. Hitsugi, yeah. So what was found about the the virus is it greatly may it, it, if you're there's nothing wrong with you and you take the virus you go crazy, but you go stupid strong. Like your strength is crazy. Well, what they did was, and they didn't say that it was specifically just the virus that was doing it. Uh, they had created a new compound from it called D99, and that's how they were able to start creating these super soldiers. And then the doctor who created this uh, triage or of individuals, uh, the vigilante founder, um, wanted it all destroyed. And the one of his uh, sidekicks or his counterparts didn't want to stop it. And he continued to try and create it and use his own daughter, who happened to be Hitsugi, as the basis for his experimentation. That, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Because for some reason, I thought the virus that they found was the 599. I didn't realize 599 was a byproduct of the virus. D99 was a byproduct Sorry, of the virus. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's it's really cool, but it drives you completely insane. And I think that the reason that I want to keep calling him Asagi. Well, you can call him Mikami, because that's part of his name. Arashi Mikami. 
I'll just keep calling him Arashi then. So I think that's what happens with Arashi. He sees the little boy, his his childhood best friend, because of the D99. That's the only thing I can think of. So it would also explain why uh, Hitsugi was also a little bit on the crazy side and why she was able to regress as the the story as the story goes on. Um, but it really doesn't explain. Okay, so supposedly the biggest bad guy was this really creepy guy um, who was looking for a shipment to come in. Lily Chan is what he called it. Do you know what was? Uh, uh, I, I forget the name of the drug, uh, but it's supposed to basically make them like super soldiers kind of sort of but also turns them all a little crazy at the same time uh, but it, he's not the only bad guy he's not even the main bad guy he's one of the bad guys he, he reminded me of like a politician well yeah i mean like i'm sure that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to remind you of a politician um but you not only did you have that but you had an entirely other uh organization called syringe which was basically the exact opposite of triage x which is um, what i'm assuming the name of their organization because they never even state who what their organization is um that's true all, all anyone ever actually refers to them as are black labels because they go when they're going out there to kill people, to kill the the bad people. They call them a malignant tumor on society, and that they've been assigned a level zero black label, and that they're dead. Yeah, essentially to be cut out. A lot of their operations, all the the words and stuff, are essentially like operating things, like operating terms, which makes sense because and- the founder the guy uh he's a doctor so why not well i mean i guess it makes sense but and they have the blue cross all that stuff or they call it themselves the cross i think is another one besides black label um uh, but yeah no it's just <sighs> all of the super soldiers out there and all of the weird ones for people to die they only ever kill bad guys so when is it when do you become a bad guy for killing bad guys do you know what i mean like yeah, the whole moral dilemma. Yeah, I was once told that even an axe, when chopping through wood, becomes dull. It was essentially, hey, be the tree, fight back um, in a way that doesn't hurt them too much. Like they'll get tired of beating on you. Essentially, doesn't make sense. Well, but- most of this anime didn't make sense. Most of it was actually just. It felt like it was a hodgepodge of like several different stories thrown together, and then yeah then that was it for some weird reason they're all like school-age kids not just school-aged kids but like junior and junior sophomore in high school only two of them are well three technically the incendiary girl or yeah uh they actually never specified her age like at all but she was the, she was a transfer student in, into them oh yeah that's right that's right okay um let's let's see here let's pull it up real quick uh oriha yeah she was 14 what yeah she was 14 explosions girl is 14 years old with some giant knockers dear lord what about the incendiary girl uh let's find out uh chikage that's who you're talking about right yep the whatever her yes sir uh, they don't specify her age. I can't find her age, but I would assume since she's in the same class as uh, Mikoto, and Mikoto is seventeen years old. 
I hope to God that she's over <laughs> over the age of uh, uh, whatever is legal because she's getting regular beef injections, according to one of the bad guys that died. And more to the point, her backstory was really messed up, but but I really didn't care when she died. Yeah, I, I, I felt the same way, uh, sadly, <laughs> uh, because even after they revealed her backstory, uh, she was she was pretty messed up even after she was almost killed by the guy that had uh quote unquote saved her life yeah he uh tried killing her and even then she wanted to still be with him just they be crazy in this one that just that that's all i can say they those be- girls be crazy oh yeah oh <laughs> uh, it's just really sad it's really really sad really really bad all the way through and I well, really, that, honestly, this whole story—it kind of has a has a plot you can kind of follow all the way through it with, but at the same time, there really isn't much of a plot or story that you can follow through with all the way through. It's just—it's really bad. They've got an overview. I mean, what they're trying to do is good and vague, to say the very least. And once you once you have an idea where you're like, all right, I got this. This is. This is a no-brainer. They come in with a different thing that they're trying to do, and, and you just—I don't know—you just don't feel you don't feel attached because you're expecting them all to die, you know? Yeah. And when it finally goes to the end, you're like, I was expecting this. I was like, all right, I guess there's season two coming. But even still, it, it was not a good ending it was not a good it was a very abrupt beginning they threw you in it no they didn't give you any warning it, it, it didn't it didn't feel like someone who had experience was doing this because even though it was only 10 episodes long it was a kind of crappy 10 episodes if i'm being honest yeah yeah it was a it was a pretty shoddy 10 episodes and episode 10 in all honesty wasn't really an episode it was more like an overview episode and half of it took the pl- took place in a bathhouse. And you finally did hear about a different label other than black. They have a red label as well. And yeah, they, they do show you what you the they, they do tell you what the red label was. And it was essentially, you know, he's a petty criminal. We got nothing for him. Give him to the cops. Let them to interrogate him. Let's just get him off the But it, I don't know. Like it just. It was not fulfilling, I guess, because at the very end, Arashi is walking away from the the scene of what I would consider to be the crime. They stopped the red label guy because when they finally caught up to the red label, he had a chick in the back and she, of course, was in a bad way. Um, but they end up taking her to the hospital and Arashi has to walk back. And as he's walking back, uh, the little kid's walking right next to him. And the kid asks Rashi, did you find what you were looking for? And Rashi goes, no, but I think I'm going the right, I think I'm on the right path to find it. And that was it. Play credits. I'm like, that sucked. Yeah. That, that was very unfulfilling. It was very unfulfilling. Um, I got to say, though, his body armor, I would love. the shit. It is. It is. Me- it Standing in front of like eight guys, all of them shooting you, and he's just like, standing there getting pegged left and right including the face mask that he has on him it's ridiculous i would love it's a a polyethylene 
it's a poly uh, polyfiber mask so it's lightweight but durable they go out it, of their way to say that you realize that right you remember yeah. yeah i mean like it can it can withstand bullets like everything else i'm sure it'll bounce off they won't bend fracture his suit isn't bring what whatever it was polyurethane material and even if it was it doesn't it stops bullets it doesn't stop the kinetic power of the bullets used from head to toe it's uh just proof positive how awesome he is that he could withstand all those shots being simultaneously hitting him and him just go yeah what now dude i just thought of something imagine someone did a groin shot with a gun he's not wearing any protective armor down there well why would someone want to do that because they're a bad he was getting shot up everywhere you saw him looking like he was dancing in a weird way when they're riddling him with a machine gun bullet i assume they're not as accurate as it was a spray and pray essentially just throw everything in his junk you know on one of the missions at least one he's been hitting the groin oh you know oh yeah just the odds are forever in his balls favor of getting hit and oh oh i i cringe a little just thinking about it just a little bit because the kinetic force that should have killed him like the kinetic force of getting you know if you kick someone in the balls hard enough you'll die that is a donkey kick dead on oh yeah oh yeah like he's superhuman just because he didn't die from that dear lord what a conundrum what a I was just, what a conundrum of an anime, because I want to say it's bad, but, you know. It's magical. It's bad. It's It's magical, yeah. It's it's magically bad, (laughs) how bad this was. I mean, you're you're introduced to several different bad guys. You're, you're, You're really trying hard to make sure that everything is good all the way through, and they just flounder. I mean, the primary point of this whole show was just basically to have uh you know anime knockers thrown at you at every chance they got and that was about it you like half the just time they are focusing on that anyways half the time <laughs> yeah, yeah so while they're talking I, yeah but no, check it out so there was a method of directing or method of storytelling that they could have used here i actually just recently read this there's two forms of information, showing and telling. In this anime, all they did was tell. They didn't show. And in other anime, they show rather than tell. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I, think I mean, like, the, there there usually is a finer balance. I think this one just went more opposite yeah, direction. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. But, yeah, this is just me trying to flex my intellectual muscles. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, there's really not much more that we can actually say about this uh, show. Badly. It's It was pretty bad. Um, yeah. So, on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? From 1 to 10, I'm going to give it a 3. All right. Is it because you didn't get to see it uncensored? Is that it? No, unfortunately, I think if I saw it uncensored, I would have to rank it lower because I did. When you told me I'm a guy, I went back and I watched an episode and those were explaining. Oh, they were everywhere. I preferred the mystery. (laughs) Half the the series was a mystery. mystery. Half the series was a mystery. (laughs) Right. 
one more thing. So whenever they chopped a limb off, instead of like blood squirting everywhere, like I'm sure happened in the uncensored version, in this version, it was just a black circle covering the, the part that was cut off. And while the other part, the, the arm was falling away, a black circle following. So just you know, quality animation. Indeed. It was uh, truly magnificent in uh, the quality that they did. Uh, so you rated it a three. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to rate this. I'm going to actually marry you on this. I'm going to rate it a three as well. Ooh, uh, you're going to marry me. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the reason why oh, I'm uh, going to marry you on the rating is because I want a good story with good animation. Uh, they focused heavily on the chest for the animation. And that was about it. Uh, they, for the story, it really was lackluster. They didn't go into the finer details of it. it. It felt like it was slapped together with some duct tape. And then on top of that, the last episode really wasn't even a real episode. It was more of an overview of of it. And then that was it. Sad. It was sad. Well, on to bigger and better things. What is your choice next week? Because it is indeed it is my choice next week, and uh, what came up on the random wheel for us was Hackadoll the Animation. It's 13 episodes long, comedy, etchy, fantasy, sci-fi for the genres, and each episode, from uh, what I can tell, is only about nine minutes long, so they're going to be shorties. Uh so that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, two weeks in a row for me that we ended up getting many uh, uh, mini shows. I'm starting to see a pattern, sir. Yeah. If only I was choosing this on purpose. Uh, oh, man. So, all right. Sounds good. And uh, yeah. What's it about? That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, but I do have something to announce. Uh, I am working very hard on uh, making sure that we get all the past episodes up on YouTube. Uh, you'll be able to find us on there at Featured Anime Podcast. And it's I'm working on it. I think I have about 23 episodes up right now. 24, if I remember correctly, around there. Uh, more to come out by the end of the week. I should have almost all of them up including the most recent one which will be this one um until next time though feel free to reach out to us you can reach us uh, at featured anime podcast at gmail.com if you've seen any of the shows that we have seen if you see next week's choice or if you have a recommendation or if you feel like we missed something feel free to let us know you can also join us on our discord server link is in the show notes and you can also follow us on Twitter at those anime guys. Until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.